What's up, guys? This is Ron Winder with the Not So Small Talk podcast. Today is 12 September, and I am coming to you for the second time this week for a fantasy football week one matchup recap. Uh, This time around, we'll be looking at uh, my league called the League of St. Patrick and the Melody Broners. So this league uh, is not officially named. That is its um, temporary name because our commissioner can't come up with a creative one. Right now, we're called 2019 FFL. And FFL actually isn't even the abbreviation for fantasy football. Uh, It's actually FFB, so we should be FFBL. But this is neither here nor there. We need a... Uh, league name, so I am taking recommendations or suggestions, and then I will pass those on to the commission because, um, rightfully so, the commission should decide the league name. But we need one, so help me help a brother out. So during this uh, pod is very similar to the the pod we did uh, earlier this week. We run through the matchups, we give out some awards, we do some trash talking, some half na- half ass analysis. Um, but uh, this this league uh, or this time around, we actually had some topics we wanted to talk about at the beginning. So we went through the team names and ranked those from from last to first, and then um, we also talked about the awards and we gave those some names. And then we try to identify some of our favorites to make the playoffs, which is obviously kind of hard after only one week. Uh, so most of it's still projections and and based on where people were drafted, but. You know, we did get a little snapshot of some performance in week one. So we tried to do our best to, to be unbiased. Um, so no one take it personally. Um, you know, a lot can change in, in just one week in fantasy football. So that's a long pod. Uh, we had a couple people uh, didn't exactly want to be on the podcast, but uh, wanted to share their feelings on the league and individuals. So they sent me in some text. And so uh, there's some personal or some uh, public service announcements sprinkled throughout the pod. So enjoy those. Uh, but other than that, uh, it was really good. Had Corey Bennett on, uh, a long time uh, podcast participant. He's done a couple Yellowstone podcasts with me. And uh, so now we have transferred or transitioned into fantasy football because it's that time of year. So it was a great podcast. And uh, all right, let's get to it. Fantasy football's begun. Got my team, the draft is done. I'm the guy you can ignore. Yes, I am hardcore. Hey, man, can you hear me? What's up? What's going on? Not much, not much. What's up with you? Just woke up from a midday nap. <laughs> How's daddy life, man? Dude, sleep is hard to come by. Do you even recognize a clock? Did, no kidding, the days are just flying by. Like, I can imagine. If it wasn't for football season, I honestly wouldn't know today was Thursday. All right. Today is Thursday. It is. I forgot we got a game tonight. That's right. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this pod now because all this will probably be uh, – Irrelevant after tonight, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, uh, Mama and uh, Baby are all healthy and doing well. Yeah, man, doing good. Both downstairs, little man's asleep. Just, uh, just hanging out. Been finally got out of the house a little bit today. You know, one step at a time, trying to get back to normal. Or shit, figure out what our normal is. But that's good. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah. I, uh, I just want to give you some kudos for being uh, the only guy to step up and do the podcast. You've got all these balls to juggle and. Still got still make time for the fantasy pod. I appreciate it. Yeah, I am a I'm a leader among men. So <laughs> the lead the league of extraordinary average men. There you go. You're you're leading the pack. There you go. 
Well, cool. Well, hopefully um, we'll do one of these and then we'll have some other folks come on. Um, we'll see how it goes. I, d- I did one of these with uh, my other league and it went pretty well, but I think I had some lessons learned and uh, mm. laying out some of these topics beforehand will, will definitely create a better flow. So let's do it. Cool. So I sent you a list of some of the awards that we gave out mm-hmm. in my other league for the week one. Um, thought maybe you can walk us through them. Um, you came up with the, the names and stuff. So if you want to walk us through the six awards that we'll be giving out um, while we do these matchups, I think that'd be a good kickoff. Okay, cool. So uh, full disclosure, this was like my first pass at naming them. I didn't know we were going to run with it. <laughs> I, I thought you did a pretty good job. I would have put some uh, additional effort in there. But uh, so there's six that I see here that we ended up sticking with. So the first one is the leaderboard award which will go to the teams that had the best fantasy game of the week. Uh, so I guess that's multiple. I don't know how many we're going to do for that one. But So I, what I was thinking was the smallest margin of victory. Okay. I don't know how else to come up with because obviously you're not watching the game and these players aren't playing each other. So right. that's the only way I can think. But if we come up with something else for some crazy reason, I don't know. But okay, um, yeah. Cool. Um, and then secondly, we have the Golden Apple Award, which goes to the best team of the week um, in a win. So you have to have a winning team of the week. What exactly is a Golden Apple, by the way? I don't know. It's just what came to mind when I saw <laughs> that. So I thought you had some like good like mythology Greek story or something. The only thing I've got running from that is that I've just been in a state of delirium for like two <laughs> weeks. So That's how you come up with great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, cool. And then we've got the one-man show award. So that's the team that had the best starter. Again, you have to be um, in a win. So the team that had the best starter of the week will get the one-man show award. Makes sense. Um, And the Brady Six, so that's the team that had the biggest starter bust in a loss. And so are you familiar with what the Brady Six is? No. So, And I may be wrong on the number. I think it's six. But – there were six quarterbacks taken before Tom Brady the year that he was drafted. Uh, okay. And they all flamed out. And so it's huh. like a big bust. So when I read Brady Six, um, I didn't pay attention to which award you assigned it to. Mm-hmm. And I think I just assumed it was the best player of the week because it mm-hmm. hasn't Brady won six championships? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, but yeah, I think it was but six, that makes sense. It may be seven, but either way, it's so for the biggest starter um bust of the week and a loss. I like that one. And then number five, we've got the Swing and Miss Award. So that will go to the team that had the best player on the bench in a loss. So just as an example, uh, the new kid on the block, um, Charlie Banks, had Sammy Watkins who hung a 40 spot on his bench, um, and he got raped out of the gate. So that's a good example for that one. Swing and Miss. Um, And then lastly, the uh, Thanks for Playing Award, and that goes to the worst team of the week in a loss. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, uh, did you go through and assign yourself, or are you doing it on the fly as we go through the games? Let's just do it on the fly. Cool. All right. So so a couple topics before we get into the matchups. Uh, you wanted to talk about uh, each team name and do a ranking. Yes. So how would you like to do this? You want to work backwards? Go one for one? So starting at the top? Like going for the uh, the worst the worst team name and we'll go one for one who you had worse who had worse and then kind of work it back to to one yeah we we can do that i didn't i didn't rank them already but okay mosley's changed his name three times in the past 24 hours so (laughs) i haven't even noticed i'm i is it has it changed since black blacked out mose i probably but it was 
Mo Diesel, and then it was uh, Mac in the woods, and it was Breeze in the woods, and then now it's Black Almos. So he must be drinking. He he must be. I don't know if that makes him number ten or number one. It definitely doesn't make him number one. I don't. I don't <laughs> think he can get higher than nine on this list just because of his uncertainty. Okay. All right. Who you got for ten? Uh, let's see. So some of these, not that they're bad names, I just don't know what they mean. So like, I'll lead. I'll lead off while you're looking. Okay. Because I I went through. I had some extra time today. You are out doing daddy things, and I'm working at home. So, um, so I don't necessarily think this is a bad name. Um, so I put I put Kiefer's Hungry Dog, mm. and only because even miles and hundreds hundreds and hundreds and thousands of miles away from Atlanta, I'm still surrounded by Georgia Bull uh Georgia Bulldog fans. That's right. And you guys happen to be like the most obnoxious fans. So <laughs> the fact that Kiefer names his team after a college football team, and this is fantasy football, I just had to give him last just for my disdain for the Georgia Bulldogs. I mean I'm a dogs fan, so I, I won't hate on him that much, but I don't think we're also the most obnoxious fan base either. Maybe it's just because so many of you are in my life. Probably and it's it's dog everything and it's Probably. just it's crazy, it's I insane see. to me. I can see that um, the team has. When's the last time it, it's actually won anything? What UGA in football? Yeah, nineteen eighty. Yeah, I don't understand why there's such a big following. We can get we can get to that later, but it's just yeah. it's crazy to me. Uh, I, I respect it though. It's it's uh, it's pure loyalty. Yeah, you got to respect it. Program. I mean, SEC championship the last two years. Blew it last year. Blew a national title two years ago. I mean, we'll see what happens this year. But, um, okay, looking at this list, I mean, there's some equally shitty names on here. I'm going to go with Joe's off the corner just because I don't know what that <laughs> implies. I, I don't know what that implies either. I, I put it – I had the same reasoning for my ranking, but I didn't put him that low. But, yeah, I, I don't know what off the corner means. Actually, you know, I'm gonna I'm like gonna, off the block or something. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna change my pick. I think it's Nolan's all running backs and Henry on the block. I don't think you should use your team name as like a billboard for who you're trading. I I had him close to the bottom, pretty much for the same reason. So I had him number seven, seven worst. Um, yeah, not only is it a billboard for his strategy, it's also he put all RB. He didn't even put plural. <laughs> so he only has one running back on the block. And then he didn't, he didn't space. So it's like, and and Henry are together and Henry's a running back. So I don't understand why it's running back and Henry. <laughs> so I see what he was going for there, but the execution, uh, he gets a zero for execution. Yeah. He's dead last on my list. That's awful. I don't disagree with that one. Um, and then I'll put, I'll put Joe at nine for the same reason I already said. Okay, Joe at nine. So I'm going to lump my eight and nine together. So uh, I put these together because uh, I'm not a big fan of kind of like hedging your bet with fantasy names and kind of doing the um, reverse psychology with your team. So on the runner-up and huge disappointment. Mm -hmm. So I I had to put them closest to last just because I think you have to – your your team feeds off your energy, man. If you're if the GM is is calling you a runner up and a huge disappointment, you're you're just bound you're bound for losses. And I'm pretty sure both of them collected uh, uh, L's in the in the first first week. So I don't think it's a coincidence. I think their team is looking for some some leadership and some some uh, inspiration. And they're just you know just the runner up and huge disappointment. So what can you really expect? 
I agree with most of that, except for I think the two owners are coming from different sides of the eight ball. Huge disappointment is, you know, that's his name because of how his season ended last year, right? Runner what, up. What, was, it his, was it his name, huge disappointment last year, though, too? I think it was something. Am I wrong? It was like a play on Gurley's last name. Okay. Like Gurley okay. has a huge D or something. Okay. Um, but uh, runner up, that is supposed to be a brag, I think, as how he ended up last season. I don't think it's like, oh, going into the year, I'm already like second best. Or, like, I see. Not I see. good enough. It's like, hey, I did well last year. So, you know, I mean, that. I'm, Hang it on to last year's disappointment. Yeah, I it's, mean, a, it's a man that lives in last. the past. Yeah. It's a man that lives in the past. So, you got to, you know, good for him. But 0 uh, 1 start the season. So, fuck him. <laughs> Let's see. That was my 8 and 9. Yeah. All right. So, maybe for the wrong reasons, but just reading it, not, not a huge fan. So that puts us down at seven. Um, again, I don't think this is a bad name because I know where it's coming from, but the Midas three-peat. So a couple years ago, uh, before you were in our league, he was Midas Touch. So, like, you know, the Midas Golden Touch thing, the commercial, the car yeah, stuff. Yeah. So that was fine. I get that. And then it was they kept messing with it last year, and he's won back-to-back years. So I get how he just kind of kept it and said three-peat. It's kind of like a, a come-and-get-me kind of thing. Yeah, um, I don't like the name. I think it sounds weird, but I get where it's coming from. So it's like in the the mid tier for me. So I actually put him number two for me. Wow, so second best, um, only because well, because not only. Um, so I I figured the Midas thing was was a rollover from previous years, and so uh, you know I think you have to hold on to the name. But you know if you if you've uh, gone back to back or at least got two championships in a league, I think that's definitely worth bragging about. So yeah. I uh I don't love it, but you know, you start out with a name, you want to hold on to a piece of it, but you've earned the right to brag. Sure, definitely a lot more than the runner-up. I can say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about. I mean, I, I haven't made the playoffs in two years, and the year I did, I had a first-round bye and then lost in the second round. So I'm not really big on bragging about previous years, but we'll we'll, we'll see how that plays out for him there, Cotton. Um, all right. So who do we have next? Let's see. So I skipped. So that I've named off my tenth, my ninth, my eighth, and my seventh. Uh, off the corner was six for me, just because I have no idea what it means. <laughs> um, five is for me was get your popcorn ready. Okay. So I think it's it's uh, energetic. I think it brings the right. Uh, uh, I don't know, just kind of enthusiasm to the team, but not sure. a lot of creativity. Yeah, it's kind of lazy. It's kind of lazy. So it was, it's middle of the road for me. It's number five. I could, yeah, I had him at three um, originally. Just because, and I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll keep him at three only because I don't like, I'm, I'm going to put yours at four. We'll get to that in a second. And Rico is my five at Juju Lemon because I think it's lazy. I think he Googled it. And it's like a play on words. <laughs> I mean, so that's just lazy. I'll put you middle of the pack because, yeah, it it flows with the brand, which I also think is funny because it's like a brand of women's exercise. But at least clothes. he capitalized correctly. Like, get your popcorn ready. Just is like, fuck it, get, and then I'm going to write a sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so, yeah, I'll, my five is Rico. My four is you. Um, because are you basing yours off the game? Yes. Okay, so I don't know anything about the game except that it's a game. And – I don't know what you're redeeming, except you had a shitty year last year. That's what I'm redeeming. That's exactly okay. what I'm redeeming. Yeah. Um, so, an A for effort there at four. Uh, get your popcorn ready at three. 
same reasons for you. I just think it's like a it's a bold statement. He had the number one team going to the playoffs last year, and he's just like putting on a show. Uh, so I'm okay with his name. Okay. Um, I have you as four. Um, justification is, I assume, uh, you put in thought into it, so I gave you four. But I have absolutely no idea how, how it relates to fantasy football. <laughs> so do you know what the sexual dry heaves are? Uh, maybe if I've experienced a couple, I'm not sure. But Yo, I don't you, think in the context of what you're describing. You surely have. So you know when you get sick to your stomach and you're throwing up? Yeah. And then you get to the point where you keep throwing up and nothing comes out. You're just okay. dry heaving. I'm following you. So sexual dry heaving is when you've had so much sex that even when you're trying to have sex, you finish, there's just nothing coming out. Okay. So I didn't create this. This is actually a team name from the show, The League. Uh, it was okay. one of my favorite okay. uh, fantasy shows. So I pulled that from the show. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of the show. I didn't watch it. I think I could stop like around season three, but I am a fan of the show. So makes sense. Couple quick observations. Blackout Mose and Midas repeat. Just pack it up. Your season is done here. And what the fuck is a sexual dry heave? Solid dub though. One hell of an ass kicking you handed out. Sammy Watkins will not play 16 games. And Devon Freeman you can eat white crusted dog turds. I hate you. Other than that, great league ass clowns. All right, uh, what we got left? So I put, I linked, or um, yeah, I linked Juju Lemon and Bob Bob uh, Bob Kraft's Orchids of Asia together, kind of like I did with Runner Up and Huge Disappointment. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty typical of a fantasy football name to play on, you know, NFL characters or players or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put Bob, which I think is cool or fine, whatever. Um, I put Bob Bob Kraft's behind Juju because. Uh, that team doesn't have a single Patriot. So it's just <laughs> weird to me that his, his name is making fun of an owner and he owns none of the players. So I just, I just thought it was kind of weird. That is fair. I had him, I had myself at two. Uh, I couldn't put myself at one just because I can't do that. Can't do that. And uh, I had Bob Crafts at one, actually. I didn't think about the relevance of him having any Patriot players and having Kraft in his name, but I just think it's funny. It is funny. I, I think he Googled it. But, oh, absolutely. He didn't, I don't yeah. know that guy that well, but he's definitely not the creative type. Yeah. Uh, okay. I put me third. I put Midas 3P ahead. And then, uh, believe it or not, I got blacked out Moe's first, bro. Wow. Only because like, it's uh, realistic because I think he was blacked out when he drafted and when he made that trade. <laughs> so I just thought it was the most relevant. So I had to put him first because he's literally living in his fantasy league blacked out when he makes moves. So. So are you saying that he drafted and traded poorly? Not so. Not so much. I think actually the trade was actually well or uh, was good, and we can talk about that later. But yeah, his draft uh, based on week one, which you can't predict. But if you were to just look at his team at the end of week one, like he could appear like he was blacked out drunk when he made that draft. Yeah, it's not good. But I, I got to commend him for you know. Pull, or breaking the glass early and, and making moves, so most people I, wouldn't do that. So I think I'm all he, for it. he got a decent haul. Huh? I think he made your team a monster, but yeah, we got a lot of weeks to play. So I, I commend him on the trade. It takes balls to do that. So 
All right, let's move right along real quick. Uh, early uh, playoff predictions. So after week one, who were your top six? So this was just based on, A, how the team performed in week one, obviously, how their team is currently or now constructed since there were some trades that went on. Um, and just because, I mean, obviously, like Devontae Adams, for example, he's a top five receiver, didn't do anything in week one. Right. Um, and so I kind of took it, how they performed, how they're constructed, and how I think it'll play out. So um, I've got me in there since I, I think I improved my team. I shortened the depth, but I've got some serious superstar power, and I scored almost 170 points. I'm with you. I got, I got you in the six. Um, so it's me. I have you in there um, since you were another team that scored in the triple digits. Um, Rico, Nolan, and Chase are my five. And then it's a toss-up for the sixth spot for uh, runner-up and blackout Mose. Because I think Mosley's team, since he did the trade, if he stays, if they stay healthy and Eckler's consistent, right. he's got a real shot at getting in there. But it's just going to depend on if uh, Eckler's the real deal. All right, so I have these listed out by team names. So I'm going to tell you mine and tell me which ones we did not um, agree on. Okay. So I got both of our teams, uh, Redemptions and the Dry Heaves. I've got uh, Bob Crafts. Mm. I've got All RB. Um, I got Get Your Popcorn Ready. I don't think you said that one. Nope. And I've got Midas 3P and Runner Up as like my five and six, or my uh, my tie for six. Like to me, Runner Up and Midas 3P are are like a coin toss. So it's so we did, I didn't have uh, Bob Crafts Orchids. I didn't have Get Your Popcorn Ready. I didn't have Midas Touch. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about each and what we like about them. Um, so I'll go first, and you can tell me. So we'll start with uh, the orchids. So I'll tell you what I like. Uh, I know you blew blew them out, um, but so just looking at who didn't do very well for him. So I think Cup and Evans are going to be an outlier. I think those guys, I, Cup, just purely because he's on the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that's going to be a normal performance, so I'm not really worried about him. Uh, Evans, I, he, despite Jameis Winston and everything that the the uh, Tampa Bay does wrong, somehow he always ends up being like a top 10 receiver, so I think yeah. he'll be okay. Um, a lot of people aren't Lockett fans, but I think just purely from like no one else is there, I think he'll be fine. Um, and I love, I love Carson. I'm a huge yeah. Carson fan, and – I Ingram, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, they're going to be passing consistently. So, he's someone's got to score touchdowns. That guy can stay healthy. I think he's really good. So, I think that team, I think his team has potential. He's got guys and a couple other other guys. You already mentioned Watkins. So, to me, I think, and he still put up 112 points. You just beat the chef because you scored 161. But um, I'm a a fan of his. What didn't you like? So, I'm with you on Mike Evans. He's obviously like a top, easily a top 10 receiver just based on talent alone. What he gets from his QB position is going to determine a lot of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's stuff like they're going to be run heavy. So just because Jameis turns the ball over so damn much. So, I mean, Evans, obviously, that's, he's a given. I'm not sold on Cup. Like, I don't even think he's the number one receiver in that offense. I think it's Robert Woods. Yeah, I agree um, with that. And now they've got a two-headed back with Gurley and uh, I forget the other guy's name. And uh, Brown. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, I think he'll get volume. I don't know if he's going to put up, you know, wide receiver one numbers. Um, obviously, he's got Elliott, which goes without saying. Ingram, it's a, I don't trust any tight end except for Kelsey. So, I know he had a big game this past week, but he'll put up numbers. But I don't think a tight end is something you can rely on. Carson's good. But when you've got 
and I know you're big on quarterback matchups, but when you're rolling Josh Allen out there, a second-year quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, I'm not liking your I, – I just – I can't ride with you if that's your go-to in week one. Got you. All right. Well, I don't want to take away too bad too much from matchups. We'll uh, we'll kind of go into those, but I think most of those are fair points. I, I'm going to save some of it when we get back to this matchup because um, I have a couple of go-backs with some of the stuff you said, but we'll save it. Um, what was uh, – who was the one that who, – who's the team that you had that I didn't? Uh, let me pull up my list again. I'm sorry. Didn't you like uh you like uh, Rico's I had, team? Yeah, I had Rico on there. So what do you like about Rico's team? Let me pull his team up. The the Juju Lemon, awful name. Just not even plural. Just just like the Thunder. He's the Juju Lemon. Yeah, just one. Just one. Um, baby, baby wants lemons. So I think he's got some. If he's either going to do really well or he's going to struggle, just because obviously you don't know what you're going to get with Bell. He might be banged up now, but I'm pretty sure he's fine. Uh, Bell's going to put up some decent numbers. Derrick Henry, I think, has potential to put up a lot of um, a lot of points. Just to kind of depend on how the rest of that offense flows. Big Juju fan. Um, I think Alshon with Wentz back is more of a threat. I'm not a huge Jeffrey fan, but I think he has potential, especially in that offense. Um, and then Baker Mayfield, I think he's a toss up. Like he could put up some big numbers just because he's got so much around him. I don't think he's going to be a great you know fantasy quarterback in the way like. Mahomes has been or Breeze has yeah. been, but he's just got so much talent around him that can make him a viable starter. So I think he can have some pretty big games, but also think he's going to have some games where he puts up like 80 points. So I'm going to step all over what I just asked you not to do. I'm about to do it. So I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. <laughs> I'm about to step all over the, the matchup analysis that we're going to go into because I absolutely – hate this team um <laughs> so i i like baker mayfield i think he was overdrafted but that's fine i think he can be a top 10 quarterback so no big deal there um Le'Veon bell scares the shit out of me i i mm. don't trust any football player that's been out of the league for 16 weeks and it's or for an entire year and it has nothing to do with talent it's health for me um and especially with their quarterback getting mono today like that guy's <laughs> out what like three four weeks like i mean that's not you don't just come back from that so even though he's going to get his touches, um, especially in this league with it being like 0.3 PPR, mm-hmm. um, I think that really reduces uh, Bell's value. And I don't see him getting to the end zone a lot because I think that team is just going to be shit. Yep. And so I think, I think he's like an RB, like a low end R, or, uh, RB1, like possibly yeah. an RB2. And I just despise Derrick Henry. I think this is going to be his best game, like doubled. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to score over 20 points again this year, just – I'm just not a fan. Um, if he's not scoring an ADR touchdown, he's not very good. Sure. That's fair. Um, Juju, I think the jury's still out if he can be a number one receiver. Um, and so I think he's, he's a good receiver. I think he's solid, but I don't think he's a number one and he was drafted as a number one. Just well, I think, that, I think that so he, he had a lot of the benefit when AB was there drawing. Oh, hell coverage. yeah. But now that he's the number one, you're right. I don't know how, you know, if he has the – the same skill set of like an AB or a Julio to right. to beat double coverage. So and, and we've seen over and over that Big Ben is terrible on the road. So half his games are just going to be affected by the fact that Big Ben can't play football outside right. of Pittsburgh. So yeah. I don't know how he can put up RB one numbers, and that's what he was drafted as. Yeah, but he had to draft him because that's his name. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. And then I'm going to skip the rest. Shepard, I think. I mean, it goes without saying. Um, but his bench, he's got three defensive on his team right now. Did you notice that? Like, <laughs> why, Rico, right if you're now. on the phone right now, 
Why do you have three defenses? And I'm looking at <laughs> two of them got a combined like 60 points scored on them. Like, bro, why are you still carrying Philly and Jacksonville's defense? A 40-piece yeah. and a 27 spot. Like, dude, waiver week one, you just completely slept on. So <laughs> I just can't – I can't award that irresponsibility. That, that's a good point. So I might have I'm, to take them I'm off sorry, Juju. That. I'm sorry, Juju. I think you can do better. I do like some of the players, but bro, you just completely whiffed on waiver week one. So, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> all right, sorry, I stepped all over that uh, that matchup. All right, I think everyone else. I think minus three P and some of the some of the other teams. It's just to me, it's a coin coin flip. So I'm not. I don't yeah. feel like super comfortable saying that Matt, Matt's not going to make it or Tyler's not going to make it. I right. Think yeah. It all just depends on how the the other teams like some of these teams that I'm confident about which aren't a lot like one injury and it changes yeah. the whole year so you never know yeah i don't want to shit on midas's teams i play him this week so yeah you don't want to jinx yourself but i'm pretty sure three defenses aren't going to win a championship so no. i feel pretty i pre- feel pretty confident shitting on yeah. that that squad all right let's get into the first matchup so we had off the corner uh versus ronnie's red redemption uh final score was 96.4 to 115.3 what were some of the things that jumped off the page to you in this matchup? Well, I, we have to start with Lamar Jackson. I mean, right. I mean, I know that you said you like to play matchups and you're going to go with the running quarterbacks and see if they, how they fare based on who they were playing. Ravens played Miami, which is obviously in tank mode this year. They're awful. It's like a JV squad. But holy best. shit, dude. Lamar yeah. Jackson had a coming out party. I mean, yeah. that, that won you this matchup, hands down. I mean, oh, for sure. My team didn't do very well. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones shit the bed. You got you're always going to get a good game from Hopkins, um, but you also have Latavius Murray and Curtis Samuel on your team. I'm not big on either one of those guys, but yeah, I mean Lamar Jackson's the storyline of that matchup. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I got I was kind of in a pickle because the Green Bay played the Chicago Bears, and I'm not starting any. I mean, when you have Aaron Rodgers outside the top ten, and I think he was like 15 um, ranked or going into the week. I mean, that's just unheard of. Um, yeah. That's how good the Bears defense is. So I definitely wasn't playing Rodgers. Um, so I, it was honestly, I never would have started Jackson. It was purely just because Rodgers was playing Chicago. Sure. Um, and I think I'm playing him. I'm, I'm going to start him again this week because Rodgers is playing Minnesota. But um, mm-hmm. that was, I, I can't take credit for that. It was That's purely like just circumstantial. Um, yeah, Godwin scares me um, with the whole Jameis thing, but. Uh, I kind of listened to the experts on that one, and I liked where he was taken. Um, so one thing I did want to mention was Nolan dropped Kyler Murray before the season started. It's an idiot. Yeah. So I don't know why he did that. but He doesn't watch football. Well, you, if you just <laughs> turned on the radio or if you turned on a CD or it doesn't matter what media device you have, like an MP3 or you, you – <laughs> You stream something on your smart TV. Like, Kyler Murray's the consensus uh, rookie of the year candidate. So, I don't know why you would draft him, then drop him at the beginning of the year, which is just crazy. Boy, he only picked him up, I think, because he's, like, the big name, right? He's on the tip of everyone's tongue because he's number one overall draft pick. It's this whole air raid offense thing. How's he going to fare? And then he just dropped him because he doesn't know who he is. But I will say this. I'm not big on Kyler Murray in the NFL yet. I mean, for obvious reasons. But I watched the end of that game. He is tiny. 
Like, I he, don't. He's going to get murdered. Yeah, he's he's tiny. I mean, there's been a lot of examples before him on what not to do as a running quarterback. So I just gotta hope that one of these running quarterbacks are going to like listen. And so I don't feel like he's the type to to miss that he's like five nine. Mm. But just like the fact that they're going to be behind, they're going to be throwing, and it's running quarterbacks just historically are so important because it's so easy to get yards. So yeah. to me, he's a flyer. Like if he doesn't work out, he doesn't work out. But to pick him up off of waivers or is just insane to me. Because yeah. worst case scenario, it's like it's a drop, or you know, he turns into something good. It's a trade asset. I don't know why. Right. Why no one would drop him? But yeah, all RB uh, and Henry though. So. Yeah, he's all RB. He had to live up to the name. Um, so off the corner, um, Cam Newton, man, I I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of fear coming into the season with Cam Newton, yeah. and it pretty much showed up the first week. Like he's he's just you don't have sh- uh, shoulder surgery and come back a better quarterback. And he wasn't a great thrower to begin with. I mean, I just don't think he's ever. I think he had was it 2015 where he was the MVP and they went to the Super Bowl. It was like the one year he put it together. I mean, they went like 15-1, right? And they ended up yeah. losing to Denver. Um, I think that's the only season he really put it together. Like he, he hasn't figured out how to, how to stay in the pocket. He runs too much until he gets hammered, which is why he's always hurt. Right. And like if it's not for McCaffrey, that team's just atrocious. Like, yeah. I don't... Well, and his, his running is only going to regress as he gets older. Right. And he, he just can't – one, because you know, he'll get slower or whatever. But for the most part, it's like – just from a from a like an offensive style, like someone's saying, "Hey, man, quit running our star quarterback. He's having sh- you know shoulder surgeries, you know, right around his thirties. Like that's crazy." So, all his points from fantasy came from running mm-hmm. and touchdowns. And now he's gotten older. Um, they want to keep the quarterback, and you know, like we just alluded to, like McCaffrey. I mean, they have a legit running back. So I just don't think he's a, a top ten fantasy quarterback right. anymore. Yeah, I agree. Not a fan. Not big on him. I am big, though, on Michael Thomas. Oh, my God. Yeah, Michael Thomas is – I mean, he's he's legit number three receiver in the league for sure. Yeah. He's – I mean, I would have tried to trade for him if I would have had to empty out my entire roster to get him. And, fortunately, Black Mose or Black Mose, whatever the hell his name is, was able to give me a good haul. But Michael Thomas is like – he's the new dude moving forward that you want to get. He's going to be your number one. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that kind of hurts him is the fact that this is point three PPR, which, yeah. uh, Commission, if you're listening, I don't know why it's point three and not point five. Like, if you're going to do point three, then just make it a standard league. I don't, <laughs> I don't get the whole point three thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Michael Thomas is a, tar- a target monster. Um, so I mean, if he if it was like a normal PPR, even a half point PPR, like his ten receptions, like, that guy is Crazy. is unreal. But that's the only thing that's separating him because he's not. He's not a huge down the field dude. He's right. Like a, he's not like a burner, but that offense is so good. He's going to get his touchdown. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he'll be right there with Julio and, and Hop. I agree. That's good. What else has he got? So, one thing I want to talk about was Edelman. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't a big Edelman fan. Again, it's .3 PPR. I'm going to be a, like a broken record. But now with the An- Antonio Brown, like I think at best he's a flex. Like, I think people drafted him as a, a receiver number two. And so – one of the reasons I'm not a fan of, of off the corner is just because Edelman and Moore are just kind of flex at best than a point three PPR. Yeah. They're just not going to score a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, I agree uh, with Edelman. I don't know a whole lot about DJ Moore. I do think Samuel's better than Moore for Carolina, but I'm not big on either of those guys. But Edelman, I dropped Samuel. 
I dropped yeah, him this week. Which, good for you. Um, yeah. Is Edelman, he's he's lines up in the slot, right, which is where Antonio is going to line up because now they've got Josh Gordon on the outside. They're going to put Antonio in the slot, and then that moves Edelman. He may still be a wide receiver, too, on their depth chart just because he knows the playbook, but he's going to be a wide receiver three in that offense. Yeah, I mean, I don't. did you say you think Antonio Brown's playing the slot? For the New England, yeah. No way. What do you mean? Why wouldn't he? Because Edelman will play slot. That dude's a he's an outside receiver. Antonio Brown, dude, he he plays in the slot all the time in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but I mean that might be matchup. But I mean that dude can play on. He can play anywhere. Well, I mean, but I mean Edelman can't play outside. You go. You you want him on the field. So if you're gonna do like a three receiver lineup, I mean that's what that's Gordon Brown, and then you're gonna put um, Edelman in the slot. Actually, I don't know who we're kidding. Antonio Brown's not gonna take a fucking snap this year. So I've been talking to folks. I mean. I don't know, man. I think if, if he didn't have all these shenanigans before this, I think they might just say, hey, it's a civil suit, you know, until something more comes up, the guy's playing. But at some point, like, all this stuff is just not good for the NFL. Right. And, uh, I mean, if he's still getting his money, you put him on the commissioner's list, and it's like, dude, you've, like, fucked us over and over and over, and you're just – this is bad pub. Yeah. We're sitting your ass. I mean, I hope he plays. I drafted him. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All right, what else did I want to talk about? Um, Fournette, are you a Fournette fan? I wasn't. He came out um, of LSU, but I still think he has a, a ton of upside. I just don't like anything out of the Jacksonville offense. Agreed. I mean, I think he, he can be a good back. I think he's a good back to have. I mean, but I, it's not. I'm not putting my RB one spot and riding high on him. But if he was out there, I would definitely take him. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think. These, you know, the the Newton, you know, Mixon got hurt. Um, he's always hurt. That offense isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Fournette, Edelman. I mean, obviously, we both kind of agreed we didn't like this team. Um, and then I think Brady had his best game of the year. I don't think he's going to throw for 341 yards. I think Sony Michelle ran for like 20 yards. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to happen very often. So I think he's going to have a tough time at quarterback, um, yeah, I agree. alternating and, and picking the right person. And, I don't know how you replace Mixon. A high ankle sprain is never a good thing. And then, you know, the Edelman thing, he, he goes down in value. Uh, and then, you know, Landry. Like, if, if this was a PPR squad, or PPR league, like, he'd have a, actually a really good team. Yeah. Thomas, Landry, Edelman, and more. Yeah. Like, those are, that's a lot of freaking catches, but it's just not. So I also don't know how he has Landry on his bench with the lineup that he's putting out there. Like, I would have started Landry over DJ Moore. Especially with yeah. the, the matchup they had. They were playing – Tennessee and then Carolina was playing the Rams yeah I mean hindsight it, probably, it didn't matter but right. yeah I agree with you I mean you drafted well I guess you drafted Landry and more around the same yeah I don't know maybe he figured that the Rams is gonna be like a high scoring matchup so it would just go point for point mm-hmm. maybe more get a touchdown I don't know but yeah all right well you got anything else for that game nope that's it okay moving on um we didn't have any uh we didn't have any weekly awards for that Either. I didn't. Did you? Uh, let me see what we got. No, I do not. Okay. All right, moving on. So the ass kicking of the week. So I've got this as the um, I got this as the Golden Apple Award. So obviously as the for the best team, uh, you scored the most points in a win. And then I also have Christian McCaffrey as the one man show award. Um, he scored the most points in the league and he won. So I think that's. I don't think you can really argue those two awards. He's going to end the season. As, assuming he's healthy, he's going to be the best back in fantasy. 
Yeah, health is a big thing. I just also it's he's one of those where I I'm not going to say you can take him out of the game, but if I was a D coordinator, I would not. I would just play man and I would make Cam Newton beat me with his arm yeah. and just say hey, I'm putting eleven bodies on Christian McCaffrey every play. Yeah, but the thing is, you can line him up outside, right? He takes direct snaps. He's obviously out yeah. of the backfield. Yeah, I mean, he does a lot. Yeah, he he's getting his carries no matter what. I yeah. mean, he's going to be a top a top running back and a top fantasy player no matter what. But to to get that to get that you know uh, number one. I, I don't know. I think he's limited by Cam Newton, but yeah. he d- definitely not by talent for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so yeah, I same awards. I don't like giving myself awards, but since my team's usually suck, I'll take it for week one for the uh, golden apple and the one man show for the same reasons. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, there's no denying that it's, you can, you can humble brag that one. So Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes. Um, I forget where you drafted him. I I wasn't getting Pat Mahomes in any leagues, but I mean, once once you start playing, man, it's like, yeah, fuck Pat Mahomes is good. So, uh, so before we get in, I think it's a good spot to talk about the trade, just because a lot of these guys on your team aren't there anymore. <laughs> Most of them, yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought it was really good to trade Marlon Mack and Eckler. Um, I think this is going to be one of Marlon Mack's better games. So it was a good sell high point, and same thing with Eckler. Um. Like I, I think Eckler has the talent, but I don't know if he has the durability. So yeah, he, he could he could end up being really good, honestly. But yeah, the he, durability and and Melvin Gordon possibly coming back. Well, I don't think Melvin Gordon's coming back to the Chargers. I think he'll come back this year. And if he does, it's going to be what like week ten or whatever he has to report. He's not going right. to play, or at least he's not going right. to value at that point in the season. But I think Eckler is going to be good. I think he'll be good for Mosley. The only thing is, is since we're in a point three PPR, I like the fact all of Eckler's points come from checkdowns, right? And then any, yeah. any yak that he gets. I don't yeah. want, even though he's my flex, I don't want to start a running back that unless he gets a touchdown, he's getting 29 yards in the ground. No, I agree. So, I 100% agree with that. And so that's why I wanted to trade high on him because I, I had him for a bit last year, and he's going to, especially splitting carries with Justin Jackson, he's going to have those games where he's going to get you 15, 17 points and a touchdown, and then he's yep. going to get you three points. No, I 100% agree. So yeah. I, I would have done the same. Yeah, I'm not a big Marlon Mack fan, and I think he's, like, game-dependent. Um, and, uh, I mean, this was a close game. It went to overtime. So, I think he's going to be a good – I think he'll be a fine fantasy running back, but I, he's not somebody I would, like, truly miss and yeah. want to hang on to. I think you got the right deal. So, uh, didn't you trade Fuller, too? Yeah, so the trade was Marlon Mack, Austin Eckler, Will Fuller, which were three of my week one starters, and I threw Drew Brees in there. He was on my bench for James Conner and Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if I had to grade it, I always – I think you always – who's who's the best player? Uh, that's usually who wins the trade. So, I think you won just purely off getting Adams. But, yeah, getting getting Conner, too, is just – I think it's way more than a cherry on top. I mean, those, those are two – I mean, that's a first and a second round pick. Yeah, I mean – Just a week ago. <laughs> yeah, so. I think uh, – I mean, again, I'm not big on Marlon Mack either. I think – I don't know how good Jacoby Brissett's going to be, but I think a lot of the approach for when you're playing the Colts is going to be stack the box, make Brissett beat you, him and T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to limit what Mac's going to do. Again, not big on Eckler. Will Fuller was somebody that I drafted late because he was around, but he's like a a big game or nothing. He's going to get hurt probably. So, Right. I had the same thing on Fuller. That was like the one piece in your trade that by no means would I let Will Fuller hold up a trade. But um, 
I think if he can stay healthy, which is a big if, because I think he's been in the league for like two years and every year he's gotten hurt. But just from a pure an offensive perspective, they're going to put up a lot of points. And if Sean Jackson is – not Sean Jackson, but Watson, if he ends up where he was drafted, that means he scored a lot of fantasy points and he's got to throw it to somebody other than Hopkins sometimes. Yep. So I think just by process, like he's going to end up – if he stays healthy, um, he, could be a, he could be a big factor. Yeah, but I, I think he could be like a, a – Maybe like best case scenario, like a solid um, uh, receiver too. But if he if he stays healthy, he's definitely a flex. Oh yeah, for under, for yeah. sure. Yeah. One thing is, so their I, offensive I, I line think, is terrible. So the, Watson's yeah. going to be thrown under pressure a lot. A lot of those are going to Hopkins. A lot of it's going to be checkdowns now to I guess what's it Hyde and Duke Johnson. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to have time to spread it around the field at least enough to warrant him being a a low end wide receiver one or a wide receiver two. Yeah. No, I, overall, I, I like the trade. I mean, I I, I commend uh, Mosley for pulling the trigger. Um, and I think he, he got back some – he had to take some risk. I mean, that's – the person that is does, doesn't have the leverage has to take the risk. So, I think he's taking the risk, and you obviously, um, you know, took advantage of that. And that's, that's how you trade. I agree. So. All right. Um, so, we talked about Evans already and Lockett. Um, Drew Brees – I think that's another one you sold high on. I just Drew Brees, um, like he had a really good game, like fan, decent fantasy game, but a really good football game. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people were watching that game, and so it gets you hyped about Drew Brees. But they want to run the ball. Yep, they're going to be ahead a lot, and so I just don't think there's going to be a lot. And he, he's another one of those quarterbacks. Like if he's not playing in a dome, he's got like a spaghetti arm. Yeah. Man. So I think you sold high. Why well, just too? Like I mean, I'm playing Mahomes every game that he plays, right? Unless he's hurt. Yeah, for sure. Regardless of who they're playing, and if he's on a bye week or he happens to get hurt. There are so many quarterbacks, especially with the team I feel like I have now, I could plug and play a Garoppolo, yeah. a Kirk Cousins, whoever, and it would hold me over. So, Well, in truth and lending, I was trying to trade with, with Mosley as well, and I was trying to push Kyler Murray, and I just – I think maybe if I had a couple more weeks and he, he did decent, mm-hmm. I could have – it could have I could have convinced him to take Kyler Murray over Breeze, but I think he was looking to pull the trigger now, yeah. so I can't blame him for taking this somewhat sure thing in Breeze. Yep. So, agreed. Uh, I don't really have any. I'm not a. I'm not a Ross. So who do you plan on playing at your flex now? <laughs> so, I'm. I don't know. So I think there's a couple of things with AJ Green being out. I think the the performance that Ross put up obviously was a fluke, right? With 30 points, but I do think he's going to get some volume. I also think uh, Miko Hardman with Tyreek Kill being out because he was on the. I think the stat was Miko Hardman was on the field for like like seven plays no it was for like 70 snaps like he was on the field oh, for, was yeah it? it was like but he just didn't i think he had one wrong. target maybe he didn't have many targets but he was on the field for like almost all their offensive snaps so yeah. with tyree kill going down sammy Watkins, i guess sliding into number one he's gonna have the opportunity but i don't know if i'm gonna ride with john ross miko hardman or um i can't remember who else i have on my team now hopefully antonio brown plays but Actually, who the hell do I have on my team now? Who's my other receiver? Well, my thing with Hardman is just that rookie rookie receivers usually don't do well. And so, f- for me, if I was a betting man, uh, um, oh Bernard, and I, I picked up Bernard. If Mixon's out, Bernard, fucking Bernard. Yeah, that's a. I mean, yeah, I think that's a good pickup. Um, it sucks that it's point three PPR. Yeah, it's, that's it's kind of like an Eckler situation. But Hardman to me, like he would have to prove it before I trotted him out there just because rookies don't do well. Yeah. And I, honestly, I think it means more targets for McCoy, for Kelsey, for Watkins. 
uh, more than just now, hey, now these targets are just going to move, you know, some to hard man. Right, yeah. I think rookies, it's hard for rookies to, to perform at the receiver position. You know, uh, what do, What round was he drafted? Do you know? I think he was on my last picks. No, 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 uh, in real NFL. Because he's a rookie, right? Uh, yeah, second round. I think, actually, I think it was like, yeah, 50-something overall, I think. Huh. Okay, well, I mean, then he's got talent. Because he's fast as shit. Yeah. Um, actually, just a fun nugget here. My team scored 161 points, and I started Hardman, who put a zero up. I know. I would have almost scored 200 points if I had plugged Ross on a .3 PPR. That's insane. Yeah, and Fuller. I mean, McCaffrey, yeah, McCaffrey, Mahomes, and Eckler. Yeah. I mean, those were the two highest was McCaffrey and Eckler. Yeah, and Mac went for like 25, too. And you traded them, bitches. Yep, get out of here. Get out of here. See you later. Uh, What else? So, Watkins, if he can stay healthy, he's on the right offense. I don't know if he can stay healthy. Um. But if I mean he drafted him, so you know kudos to him. But um, yeah, we'll just see that that collarbone injury that um, Hill has is no joke. Yeah, I, I did a similar thing, and so I'm, I can't. I'm not a medical person, so I, I didn't. I don't. I can't exactly interpret the medical report on him. But if it was anything similar to me, I can't imagine being hit in an NFL game. Right. Like even even close to like nine weeks. Or nine, yeah, nine weeks after yeah. uh, a dislocation, it's absolutely, it's it's terrible, man. Yeah, I can imagine. No, it's it's brutal. I mean, just even trying to lift your sh- your arm up to like get a cup out of a shelf for the first couple months is it's super painful. So I can imagine. I get, I've heard like him being put on IR oh, uh, wow. until week ten. Yeah, so I don't feel bad. For him, dude. A serious injury. Yeah, he's got some. He's got some. Uh, he, he, he's got some things to not cheer for. Yeah. Farmer's a bitch. So. I bet his kid's like, yeah, fuck you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really even think about that, honestly. Like, that is that is kind of uh, karma. Shoulder for a shoulder. All right, just looking through here. Shoulder for a shoulder. Hey, yeah, didn't his son dislocate? Didn't his son dislocate? <laughs> yeah, something his with too? his arm, yeah. Fuck. Jeez. All right, so scrolling down here. Um, so week, mat- or week three, or sorry, matchup number three of week one. Uh, Midas Touch or Midas Three Pete versus Juju Lemon, uh, 72.9 loss to 129.1. So Rico, Rico came out big, big on top. Um, it's a fluke. Yeah. Yeah. 28 points from Derrick Henry. Again, we just talked about how he's either boom or bust with these 75 yard checkdowns. Like, I'm not buying that week after week. And 18 from Alshon Jeffrey. Not, not yeah, I, I'm a bit. I'm a bigger fan of Midas than I am of, of Juju. So I think this is just one of those anomalies. It's just a bad luck week. Yeah. He also scored 34 points total between his defense and his kicker. Yeah, yeah. I think this is definitely an anomaly game. Yeah, I think I had him in my playoffs. Fuck, fuck Juju Lemon. He's out. Of, he's out of my top six. He's out. He's out. It's a quick turn. Yeah, I, I'm. I have Philip Lindsay in a couple other leagues. Um, he kind of scares me. I don't know what. I think he's a wild card. Um, it'll be hard for him to reproduce last year's results as size, but I think he's the man. I think he's much more talented than the backup. So I just don't like anybody in Denver's offense. Yeah, at all. That's fair. Uh, Cook. I I think he's the third best receiver on that team. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if or I, I'm not very confident the Rams can repeat their offensive 
uh, year like they had last year. So I just don't know if that team can support three relevant uh, fantasy players like they did last year. So I think Cooks is the odd man out. Yep, I agree. And then Diggs can't stay healthy. I mean, he's made of glass. I think so. he's the number two on that team anyways. I think Thielen's the number one. Oh, for sure. I mean, just because he can stay on the field. Yeah. I think Diggs has more talent. But oh, yeah. The, the dude can't. He can't can't stay on the field. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I think Midas is one of those. I, I had him as my my number six with Matt. And it's just, just for those reasons. Like, I, he has some guys on there that have potential. But he's also there's got, a lot of question marks. He's got Golden Tate coming back in week five there. I mean, I know he's with the Giants now. But. Golden Tate, the point, so. It's the point three PPR, man. That, that Golden Tate as a slot guy, and you've got Deshaun Jackson, you've got uh, Ertz, you've got um, Alshon. Like, there's only so many balls that can go around. Wait, well, hold on. Golden Tate's with the Giants now. Oh, shit. So, like, the way I look at okay. it is My bad. their My offensive bad. line's better than it was last year, but it's still shitty. And whether you've got Eli Manning or Daniel Jones, they're going to be checking down to Saquon to save, yeah. to save their ass. Or they're going to be looking in the slot. So, well, that's my bad. Um, I forgot he was on the Giants. Yeah, I mean, possibly. What does he come back? It's like a four game suspension. Yeah, or four games. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, so what do you do? You, are you are you sitting Cooks or Diggs over Tate if they're playing? Mm, I don't know. I think it's a matchup. I think I'd probably sit Lindsay. Honestly, I'm not big on Philip Lindsay. I don't like any. I don't like anybody in Denver. I don't. I think they split too many carries between him and Freeman. So the toss-up every week, though, is it's much more likely for a running back to score a touchdown than it is a receiver. And that's the toss-up with the point three is, like, with that, with that hybrid is I completely agree with you. I don't love Philip Lindsay, but he's a running back. He's the running back. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's the game you have to play. That's a tough – Midas has a bunch of tough calls every single week, honestly. Yeah. I'm not big he's got a lot of, like, Matt Ryan good players. As a quarterback for fantasy. No. I uh, Dude, I don't. Can, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, they looked awful last week. Ter- I think they'll. I think they'll win this week. But yeah, like Matt Ryan. Yeah, I think they will. I mean, at home, they kind of have to. Dude. Like Dan Quinn's job is literally on the line. Oh, it, this guy could be fired any day. Now. It, he, I think, if they start the season like two and six or something like three and five, he's gone. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I like Dan Quinn the person, but dude, you got to get your house in order, man. I mean, you're supposed to be like this military, like disciplinarian, defensive minded guy, and you, you're just your team's just so undisciplined. Well, and their it's defense ridiculous. is healthy. Like the, the big deal right. last year was that oh, uh, everyone was hurt. You know, Allen Tours, uh Achilles, Keanu Neal was ACL or whatever it was. I mean, everyone's healthy. Hey, I hate Vic Beasley. I think we talked about this. Get him the fuck out of Atlanta. But like. They're healthy, and they put up a 28 – they hung a 28 spot on Atlanta. Well, I don't mean to get off on a tangent here, but it's just like, uh, hey, Dan Quinn, like, can you go watch some film on Minnesota? Uh, <laughs> it's no surprise they want to run the ball. So can we make Kirk Cousins throw more than 10 times? Yeah. I mean, stack the freaking box. I don't know. Like, get a fat guy to take up – like, it's just crazy to me, the the game plan. Like, it's just Swiss cheese out there. I mean like, – Dalvin Cook was running every – Whichever way, I'm sure. I'm sure he's, you know, obviously defensively minded. But it's starting to seem to me like when he was in Seattle that they just had sheer defensive phenoms. Uh, out oh there. my god, they have one of the best defense of all time. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think he he got a job based on the performance of those guys. And now, when he's such a he's such a speed guy, which is fine, but you have to be up yeah. for speed to be relevant. Right. So 
if you're getting ran on and your team can't score, like those small defensive linemen, it just it kills us. And I love Grady Jarrett, but if you're gonna have Grady Jarrett, you've got to get someone to be a run stopper. Yeah. And we've just never found that guy. Agreed. So, all right, fuck, fuck the Falcons. Let's move on. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. I can't believe I joined this trash bag lead. You've got a grown man naming his team after women's fitness wear, an admitted alcoholic in blackout moss and an arrogant commissioner self-proclaiming a second place finish. Who the fuck is satisfied with second? Hungry dog better start grocery shopping for a new quarterback because he's sure to starve to death trotting that team out every week. And sexual dry heaves is running hot but blew his load in week one. Who the hell trades half their team after leading the league in scoring? Uh, oh, so I did have an award. I had a uh, award to give out, uh, the Brady Six Award. I was giving out, giving that out to O.J. Howard. Really? Um, so trying to think why. So there's a huge deficit. So I don't know if it even mattered. I think I gave O.J. Howard the award because he scored the least amount of points for a losing team. But maybe what was maybe what was better to do. Um, is wait until the game of the week and see if they got sat. It would have made a difference. Yeah. We can look at that. We can wait. So maybe I'll change that. But right now, I just picked. He was. He was the. He scored the lowest that wasn't a defense. That's kind of how I came to that conclusion. Okay. But maybe. Okay. Maybe actually, I, had, I missed an award too. I think when we were going through my matchup with uh, Bob Kraft's Orchid, the uh, swing and miss award that absolutely goes to uh, Sammy Watkins. <laughs> Yeah, who did I give the swing? He hung up a forty to. spot on the bench. Still would have lost, by the way. But so I think I gave my swing and miss. Uh, it's I'm gonna save it because it's it's coming in the next round. So I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I can't remember my justification. But um, let's move to the next game, and maybe I'll I'll remember. Um, so next game we had mm. hungry dog. Versus Black Moe's or Black Mose, Blackout Moe's. Blackout Moe's obviously gets the award for yeah, for playing. Um, he didn't exactly show up. He was he was his team was blacked out. He was blacked out. <laughs> Everybody's blacked out. I think he could have scored seventy points. It's like you can score seventy points by not setting half your lineup, and the fact that he had James Conner and Devontae Adams. And I'll even throw uh, Robert Woods in there, too, and barely broke 70 points. It's just mind-blowing. I, I'm going to save my uh, judgments for this team because he completely overhauled it. So we've already discussed the players traded. So if it's okay with you, I'm just, I'm just going to skip. Mosley, I, I love you. Don't take this as an indicator of my love for you. But we've covered the players. You made a great trade. Um, but I'm going to hold judgment on your team until you uh, actually have your – you're, you're now players. I will say player. this, though. Yeah, he did have, with that. even though I now have this player on my team, I gave the Brady six to Devontae Adams for not even breaking five points and being, I think, the number one receiver going into the, going into the year. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair. Um, yeah, I mean, he's playing the Bears. I guess I keep giving all that whole game a pass because this the Bears, and they were on primetime yeah. TV, and it was opening night, but – I, I I can't argue. I mean, you got to show up. But that might have a lot more to do with 
Aaron Rodgers being sacked <laughs> like seven times. So, all right. Um, so, Blackout Mose has Melvin Gordon, so maybe that mm-hmm. situation will work out. I don't know. We'll see. So, Hungry Dog, Kiefer's team. Um, yeah. yeah, running with Jameis Winston, man. That's gonna. Be I think that here. was just it. I think he dropped him already, actually. I think he picked up Derek Carr, yeah. Picked up Carr. Which, I mean, I think yeah. it's an upgrade. I'm not – Derek Carr is like a, an okay quarterback that you want on your team, but he's – Who's he throwing to? to? <laughs> yeah, I mean – yeah, and who's Tyra, Tyrell Williams before, like, last week? Because he didn't get drafted. Yeah, well, I mean, he put up some numbers when he was with the Chargers. But, I mean, you had Mike Williams and Keenan Allen out there. So, I mean, I, I think he's all right. But I think having Josh Jacobs, too, is a, a weapon that's going to open up the pass game for them. I'm not big on Derek Carr. I think that he's he's definitely an upgrade from James Winston. But I think that was kind of a plug-and-play because he didn't have anybody else to to start. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think maybe I would have kept Winston because I think he can have big games. It's just mm-hmm. guessing the right one. I think if he doesn't trade for, you know, a top ten quarterback, like he's gonna have to platoon back and forth. So, um, I don't know. I think Winston's an upgrade over the rest of those guys on the uh, on the waivers. I tried to. Me. I was filling him out for a trade. I I didn't send him Mahomes, but I had mentioned that he was available before I did the trade with Mosley. I was trying to get Barkley, and part of the trade talk that we had was Mahomes and some combination of like Mac and Eckler. Uh, I think he wanted Fuller too. We couldn't come to terms on anything, but uh, I, I mean, it was out there for him to upgrade, but it is hard to get to, to come off the hip right. with Barkley after week one. Right. And we've, we've talked to, and I mean, I think his, his justification is sound. It's just like, Hey man, it's, it's one game. I think you got to watch, Go through three games, and you know, especially if you're teetering on having a decent team. I think with Mosaic, yeah. he had to and he got the win. So, like, I think, right, right. That's a good point. I mean, you're one to know. I mean, there's no reason to rush. So that's a good points. point. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. So, right. No, and I like uh, I like Keenan Allen. Um, I think Miles Sanders. Um, I know he's yeah. in a timeshare, but he definitely has the potential. You might have to wait a little bit, but there's potential there for him to to be a, a relevant player. I'm not a big um, Williams fan now that McCoy's yeah. there. I think it's a timeshare. So, and it sucks because, you know, he drafted yeah. him as a, as an RB2, but, you know, with the trade, I mean, obviously he didn't have the, the foresight happen after, but um, Andrews, I, to me, the whole yeah. Raven, it's just, um, I'm tempering expectations because of the Dolphins games, but a lot of people have, have raved about Andrews. So I think it's wait and see for him. Um I'm not a big fan of the bench uh, other than Deshaun Jackson, which I think is flash in the pan. Yeah. I can't imagine. Dude, I, yeah, I can't imagine him being a relevant That was just a perfect storm of like, his game back in Philadelphia. He wins his game back, like them playing a divisional rival in Washington. Like, I mean, it was right. a great pickup. I think he, I think he picked him up. Did he, no, he didn't start him. I guess he picked him up after week one, maybe. Um, yeah, he had to. So, no, n- wait. No, yeah, I screenshotted this today, so maybe he. Well, I'm assuming he had to draft him. I thought he picked him up. Either way, no, he he drafted him because he's his points oh, okay. are showing here. Um, I but I mean, so. he's he's even if he's like a a ten point a game guy, that's a great pickup, especially to have on your bench. Because I like I like his receivers. I like Keenan Allen because Phil Rivers is going to sling it. I like 
Oh, Keenan Allen is yeah, is, a, so is a number one for sure. I like Kenny Galladay because I think for the same reason Stafford's just going to sling it. So he's he's going to have the game where he's going to put up eight points, but he's going to get you some twenty point games too. So I actually like yeah. this team if he can find a decent quarterback. Quarterback is yeah. Hey Kiefer, if you're out there, <laughs> I'm your man. I got two on the bench, baby. Hey, my team's always available for trade. Always, you always got to have them on the block. Team, yeah, I'm gonna change my team yeah. name to Team on the Block. All all players on block. All players on block. Cool. All right, I'm good with this game. Okay. All right, two more left. So we are moving on to all RB and Henry on the block, coming in with 105.3 beat out runner up Kamish with 95.3. And you know it. You know. Is there any other player other than Nolan that you think Matt hated losing two more? Maybe I think maybe Matt Rico? honestly would rather lose every game of the season and beat me than lose anyone else. Matt hates losing to me. I think. Okay, I guess that's fair. Is he got you got any stories there? Did this did this rivalry grow or is it just a pure? Uh, I think it's just competitive nature. nature. I think Matt deep down knows inherently I'm just better at things than him. So. That's going to go over real well, but uh, I can't wait for that matchup. When's that matchup? I was, I was looking at the schedule. I think huh. it's late, but uh, I'm not. So I'll start with with runner up. I'm not big on Russell Wilson in fantasy. I know he has good games, bro. Not I, big. He's never been a fan of his, mainly because there's there's never anything around him, and they they're going to run the ball. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't run the ball um, anymore. Again, I mean, obviously, Kamara is a top three back. Love him in that offense. I think Thielen's obviously a number one receiver. Um, other than yeah. that, I don't like Carryon Johnson. I don't like Allen Robinson, mainly because I think Mitch Trubisky is just a garbage can. I'm with and you. Mike I don't Williams, like either one of those players. He's hurt now. I don't know, but he is hurt. So Tony, he's got some holes. Yeah, I I gotta admit, um, I was kind of surprised watching. Matt draft because I I just I kind of disagreed with uh, every pick, other than Kamara. Well, I like Thielen too, but I'm not a Johnson carry on Johnson fan. Like, when's the last time the the Lions have had a relevant running back? Uh, yeah, and then Allen Robinson. Like, I feel like he just was kind of yeah. biased, like Homer pick. Um, Allen Robinson didn't do shit in the Jags, and Chicago doesn't really have. Um, that kind of offense, like they think they think they yeah. have that kind of offense, but I think after week one, they're going to go back to being like the Chicago Bears and be a great defense yeah. and run the ball. I would be higher um, if this was a full and, point PPR again with Tariq Cohen on his bench, but yeah, yeah, Tariq, yeah, Tariq Cohen. You know, there's there's like three or four players in the mold of Tariq Cohen. Um, you know, Bernard. You got the Thompson guy who actually picked up this week. I mean, I, I didn't love yeah. it, but there's not a lot out there. Um, but it's just with point three PPR, it's it's so hit or miss. You know, throwing those guys in your lineup yeah. is never comfortable. And I think Najoku is just he he rode the hype train of the Browns, and I think the Browns will be a lot yeah. better than they showed this week. But there's there's so many yeah. mouths to feed. Um, I think he's going to have to trade for a tight. I mean, there's just a lot of holes in this team. And he took Chicago way too early. Like he could have gotten another depth pick because there's no nope. depth on that team right now. Moncrief he he. He could be cut. He could go play for Canadian. <laughs> I, mean, I can't really now. speak to depth because after my trade, I've got nobody on my bench. So, but that's the thing with depth. I mean, if you're going to have a super team, then you got to make that decision. You know, you can't have both. 
but he doesn't have depth or a super team. So I just yeah, not a big fan of the five hundred. I think at this point. Yes, uh, I had him on the. I had him on. I, I trust his uh, acumen as a fantasy football player, so I think he he'll make some trades. And you know, waivers is tough in a twelve team league. But I just kind of trust his effort sure. more than anything to yep. find I'll, a way to the playoffs. And it, I think it, it means a lot <laughs> to him. So I think I'll he'll figure that. it out. But that's why that's why I put him on kind of like on the outlook and in because I, I I trust trust him to to, to figure yep. it out, right the ship a little bit. All right, so a little bit on uh, Nolan's team. Cook looks like a number yeah. one running back. Um, I think Ingram will be fine. I, I don't think he'll put up 22 a game, but um, I think he's a really good running back. He reminds me of um, when we got Evan yeah. or not Michael Turner yeah. when he was behind Ladanian, and I think he could do something similar. I mean, he's just a big guy. He's really good for that Ravens team. Um, so I really like him as a number two. Yeah. I, thought I, I think really he's like trying to reinvent himself because he came in to the season looking slim because he was getting kind of chunky. In uh, in New Orleans, behind yeah. Kamara, so I think he's uh, out to prove something. Right, and they're gonna be. I mean, they're gonna be a good team. I think. Um, I think the only thing that could take away from him is just that Lamar Jackson is such a running quarterback. It could be like a situation with um, with Cam Newton a couple years ago, and a, like a, oh, yeah. Angelo Williams, where he would just you know, he, Cam would vulture touchdowns, and I think Jacks you know Jackson could do the same yeah. thing when you get in the goal Agreed. line or the red zone. I could see him, Lamar, you yep. know, running a touchdown. So I think that that, that kind of limits his ceiling. Um, Josh Gordon, I, I think it was a good pickup. Uh, I think he got no, a bunch he of waivers. Him, yeah. No, he drafted him. He drafted him. Yeah. Um, but I think he was a solid receiver too. But now with Antonio Brown, I think he's kind of like Edelman's thing. Like I, I can't see him being a solid two. I think he's yeah, more yeah, flexible. Yeah, he definitely slides down on the depth chart. I actually, was talking to him about this because I was trying to trade for Gordon. Um, or actually, I was trying to trade him, Antonio. But I don't. I never like having two go-to players on the same team unless you know they're going to get the ball, and you never know what you're going to get in a New England offense. So it could no. Well, it could be they're Michelle, so game dependent. Burkhead, like, James game White, by dependent. Josh Gordon. Right. I mean, there's just too many people to spread the ball, and like you never know what you're going to get. And so he could, I think he got like 15, 16 total points between the two. That may be something that happens every week if he's lucky, you know. So. Well, and it doesn't help that he's right. got Michelle and Gordon. I mean, that's that's really tough to manage on this on the same starting lineup with a team that moves about yeah. the ball around so much. I would argue that he he needs to change his team to the Bodcrafts. He should. Uh, his, actually, he should change his name to RBU because he's got Dalvin Cook, Mark Ingram, Sony Michelle, Lashawn McCoy, Dalvin Singletary, Darren Wall, or at the tight end, Carlos Hyde. Like this dude's got nine. He, he loves the running backs. This was 2011. Backs. He wins this season undefeated. But, like, yeah. he drafts he, – he picks up LaShawn McCoy every season. Hey, hey, uh, Kamish, one thing to consider in a 12-team league is maybe setting the, the maximum running back slot for, like, six. I mean, because he's, like, hoarding running backs at this point. It's ridiculous. And I, I – how do you feel about that IR slot? Because I absolutely – I don't have an – well, I think it makes it – it's pointless, really, because unless you just – no one's ever out. And you're not holding on to someone that's out unless it's, you know, a Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins who's out yeah. for two weeks, right? But you're looking at A.J. Green. Like, he's he's getting to hold an extra player because A.J. Green is designated for IR. And so he's able to hold an extra But for a player like A.J. Slot. Green, if it was just – if you just got rid of that spot and it was only the five bench spots, that's fine. But if you replace the IR with another bench, 
No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying just get rid of the IR slot. I don't, I don't understand why yeah, it's a thing. I, mean, I don't. I like it. If you're gonna if you're gonna hang on to a hurt player, like that should put you at a disadvantage. Like what I'm doing with Kareem Hunt, where he's suspended, so he's on my bench, but he's holding that spot, so yeah. I can't pick anyone else up. Right. So what's the difference between being an IR yeah. or suspended? Like it's they're both out. Why why can't you put a suspended suspended player in yeah, IR? I agree. Should be like a deactivated slot or something. I, I've never yeah, been a huge IR that. slot fan. Um. So one thing I will note is I don't know if he drafted uh, he Waller, but no, I think he just picked him up he because Hunter Henry's hurt. Yeah, but I think he did it before that because uh, I I went to go pick up for him and he already had him because yeah. I was well, a huge I, Waller fan. Hard knocks. I think anybody's a big Waller fan. So yeah. Well, and then once all the AB stuff started going down, I'm like, dude, this guy's not playing for this team. And Waller is going to be – if I was Nolan, Nolan, if you listen to this, I would really be trying to yeah, cash it on Waller. Just to give you a little little bit of uh, advice slash help, you could turn in – you could take one of these running backs and pair him with Waller because there's not a lot of tight ends to go around and actually get you a, a legit number two receiver because okay. you don't have one or not. Or at least get run, get rid of either Gordon or Michelle because you don't want to. I think he needs to trade right Gordon now. I mean, 14 points after, you know, one week is probably the best you're going to get with him, especially in a route, you know, scoring 14 points. And then with AB yeah. presumably coming in next week, um, I would definitely sell high on Gordon. Gordon has a ton of potential. I mean, he's a freak athlete, but. Well, don't come to me with that trade because there's no way I'm trading for a guy that Hasn't played 16 games Fair. in like six years. Fair. He's got a talent. He just can't stay off the weed. Don't blame him. <laughs> the weed. I, um, so I had Stafford as my, um, what do we call that award? As the swing and miss oh, award. Yeah. Just because if you swap him out, he yeah. wins that game. That's a big swing. That 10 point, 11 points. Yeah. It is. Yeah. He wins the game. So I, that's why I had him as my swing and miss, just because he had the actual impact of winning a game. And Matt, but I can't, I can't necessarily say that I would have. I don't know. No, I would have started with Russell Wilson. I, so it's hard to. It's Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback. But hey, we get the luxury of doing that. I don't so know if I would. I'm, about. I'm not like I said. I'm not big on Russell Wilson. I, I know Cincinnati doesn't have a great defense, but neither does Arizona. Yeah, but if you if you put yourself in Matt's head, like he is, he's obviously a Russell Wilson fan, and so he drafted him as a starter. And Cincinnati yeah. doesn't scare you, so if you drafted Russell Wilson, then you're playing Russell Wilson against yeah, Cincinnati. Sure. But it uh, he swung and missed, hit him in the ass, lost the game. Loser. All right, moving on. Last game. This is going well. Um, we had huge <sighs> disappointment with one o. 105.3 versus get your popcorn ready with 109.7. So Mitch, this took, was a shock to me. I thought, I thought huge disappointment was going to run away with this one before uh, Josh Jacobs just went off in his NFL debut. So I went to sleep during that Oakland game and woke up to find that Josh Jacobs went out. And so I lost in a very similar fashion. And I think mm-hmm. it was like by a point. So Josh Jacobs got got two of us sniped us because I did not expect that in that game, especially yeah. not at mile high. It, uh, I thought, especially because I think going into Monday night, a huge disappointment had Deshaun Watson left to play, and then 
Popcorn had Josh Jacobs, and is that the only person he had playing? Yeah, I think that's it. And I was like, oh, there's no way Deshaun Watson doesn't mm-hmm. put up, you know, at least 20, 25 points, which he did. Or he put up 30. And, it, yeah, it puts up and 30. Yeah, you have a game lose. Like, and, I mean, four points is nothing to sneeze at, too. So, it's like, that's a tough L for huge disappointment. Well, and I think I went to bed. Well, I had – so, I stayed up for the Saints game. That was an unbelievable game. But um, I had the backup running back. I can't, I can't think of his name right now. He scored a touchdown. And then I had uh, Hawkins, too. So, both went off, had decent games. I'm like, shit, I'm up 20. I'm like, there's no way that Josh Jacobs is putting up 20 points against mm-hmm. Denver in Denver. And lo and behold, I, I think he's going to be a good yeah. player. I, I wasn't – I don't like the – I stayed clear of the, the Raiders, but, I mean, he's got the talent. Obviously, he got drafted or, you know, third third round or whatever. Yeah. So, there's no I'm one else there. I'm super sold on this team, though. I hate Devontae Freeman, both in fantasy and as a Falcons fan. Um, yeah. David Johnson's going to be hit or miss with Kyler yeah, Murray. Yeah, yeah. And – Again, T.Y. Hilton is – I like T.Y. Hilton. I don't know what Brissett's going to be. I think I said that earlier. So, he's a boomer bust for me. And when you're rolling Jared Goff out there, getting less than 10 points and you're still squeaking out a W, that's just mm. – Yeah, and he doesn't have any other backup quarterbacks well, either. Got, so, um, And he's another one of those. Dude, I don't understand why some quarterbacks can't play on the road. I mean, Ryan's the same way, but Jared Goff is like – his home away splits, dude, are absolutely terrible. So – if you're only running with Jared Goff as your as your solo quarterback, it's yeah. gonna be tough. I'm week not a week. Goff fan. I think a. I think he's an idiot. So I think you have to be somewhat intelligent to play quarterback position. And ever since he was on Hard Knocks, and he didn't know, he, I think they asked him the question, "Where does the sun rise and set?" And he said like <laughs> north, or it's some like retarded answer. I'm like, all right, this guy can't be my quarterback. I didn't watch. Uh, I don't watch Hard Knocks, but he, I didn't know that about him. But that's bad. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. I think I had him on my on my top. I'm, I feel like I'm kind of going back on that. Um, I don't like this team at all. I think it was partly just because he had yeah. such a good team last year. Um, I I kind of the same thing with Matt. I think he he cares about the league, and so he'll be involved and be active. So I think he can turn it around. So I'm more just trusting his ability to put a squad together than what I'm actually yeah, seeing on paper. I agree. Right now. But looking at huge disappointment. Even though he put up 100 points, I, I, I don't like James White. Chase. Tyree Kill, obviously, is your team's obviously rough. Right? I think Amari Cooper's going to be good, but that offense is loaded. So I don't know if he's going to get you know his fair share of touches with Elliott and Gallup is going to be huge. I like Cooper. I think Cooper's the only player I really like, honestly. I mean, T.Y. Hill, yeah. it kills him. It kills him having T.Y. Hill. Uh, T.Y. Um, What's his first name? Tyreek. Tyreek Hill out. A, a myth killer. And James White's just not a fantasy football nope. player in point three PPR, like week to week. I agree. And so I'm looking at I'm looking at his running. Well, I, mean, I don't like the hybrid. I wish it would be two RP, but um, I mean, I guess he's got some options. I mean, I, I'm looking at the bench, though. Like, I don't like Davis. I don't like Freeman. Pettis is droppable. Okay, he's got two defenses. I don't know why teams have two defenses with five bench. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, especially, yeah, New Orleans. Like, when has New Orleans ever had a good defense? Um, but yeah, Kirk, Kirk, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough. It's gonna be tough for Chase to, especially with Gurley not being an actual first round pick. I think he's closer to being like a low I don't, I don't now. fully understand so that. that really hurts him. Like, hampered at the end of the season last year with his knee. And I, they, I think they're working him back in, splitting the, uh, 
the carries with uh, Brown. But, dude, Todd Gurley is still easily a top five back in this league just based on potential. And they're going to put up some points. So. so, I think the problem is, man, is just that they know that they're a contender. So, if you've got a capable RB2, like a backup running back, like why wouldn't you spell – like you don't give a fuck about fantasy football. Like why wouldn't you – why wouldn't you spell your 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 all star and not let him like have three hundred carries? Like that's why he was hurt in the playoffs. And if you have aspirations and like a legit chance to make it, there's no reason to run your yeah, running back true. into the ground. So I just from that perspective, I I just don't think and he's got knee tendonitis, right? He tore his ACL yeah. in, in Georgia. So there's something there. There's obviously yeah. something there. Um and this is gonna be the freshest he'll ever be this year. So and I'm worried too. Probably, man. I, mean, I mean, Deshaun Watson has the potential to be a number one fantasy quarterback, but they can't keep him off the ground. He might get killed. So, yeah, and he's like making tackles when people <laughs> jump off sides and jump into the air. It's like, dude, do you know that you're that team? Yeah. Like, be a little bit smarter. He's good. Don't get me wrong. I think he's definitely, he's definitely up there. But dude, you got to be a little bit smarter with your body. So, yeah, that's a risk every week. Not overly sold with either one of these teams. No, I had I left Chase out of my top six, um, but I think get your popcorn ready. I'm just trusting in his ability to to put a squad together. But cool. all right, man that that wraps that wraps us up. That's that's matchup right. number six, and I think that was also our uh, our leaderboard award for for best fantasy football yeah. matchup. It was the sm- smallest delta. So what four yeah. four points? Yeah, a little bit more than four points. Yeah. So yeah, that gave out all our awards. Talked uh, talked through the team names, rated those. Gave some early playoff predictions. So we just I think gotta that get was good. A whack to agree to a league name. We do, yeah. For, so for the for the folks on the league, this this league right now, I guess it's probably just me is referring it to the league of St. Patrick and the Melody the the, the Broners. <laughs> So maybe next pod we can go into that story. <laughs> we we'll have to have Matt on for that one. I've invited I invited Matt to this pod like eighteen thousand times. I think he's self conscious about his voice Probably. on podcasts or something. Um, and he wouldn't. He he did a couple, but he was never fully in when he was doing them. He was like making food or doing shit. And I think he's I think he's out on podcast. I don't think well, he likes he his might, voice. He might have to come on to defend so, himself because right now his fantasy team's not looking so hot. So. That's kind of my plan is just yeah. to roast him every week. So that way he has to come on, especially with, with this league. With maybe I can, maybe I can dig up a video. We'll just find that old see. Facebook picture and post his dick all over the internet again until he, until he joins the, the podcast. <laughs> I forgot about that. It's not a bad idea. All right, Matt, if you're listening, we're calling you out. Come on the pod. Let's talk about fantasy football. And we need our commissioner by example. Yeah, please. get. I mean, this is 2019, bro. Emails are cool, but it's, it's podcast time. All right, brother. Well, anytime, appreciate anytime. you coming on. See you, man. All right, have a good one.